Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Valley of Decision. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots. And today is Good Friday. Be blessed, all. An amazing day in our history, the real history of the world that they don't want us to remember. So let's be blessed, and I hope everybody's planning on having a wonderful Resurrection Sunday and weekend. This is truly a time to just be on our knees, thanking God for all that we have. Before we get going tonight, one thing is very clear is these psychopaths are trying to use their last-ditch effort to do everything they can to scorch earth, take away your money, and make you eat the bugs. Not going to happen on my watch. So patriots... That's why we have great companies like My Patriot Supply that are going to ensure that if you go to them and get their basics, you always have a fundamental and basic kit of food no matter what happens. So check out My Patriot Supply. Patriots, anyone who thinks they won't need emergency food isn't paying attention. Every day, the headlines get worse and worse. Is the unthinkable next? It pays to prepare. That's why I seriously recommend you stock up on emergency food right now. You never know when the next shoe will drop, and when it does, emergency food will be hard to find. So get yours now while it's on sale. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and check out their popular three-month emergency food kit. Right now, you'll save $200 per kit. Each kit gives you a wide variety of delicious breakfasts, lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks, providing over 2,000 calories a day for optimum strength and energy. Act now and claim your $200 savings per kit. You'll sleep better knowing your family won't suffer if the worst ever happens. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and you'll enjoy free shipping too. MyPatriotSupply.com. Patriots, no time to waste. Sovereignty begins with food security. Check it out. MyPatriotSupply.com. Oh, they're a good company. I'm going to talk about just a real in the beginning of the show in a moment. I'm going to talk about the sponsors we have for the show and why, because I think it's very important. And I'm actually pretty proud of the list of the people we have because it's all geared for the time as we're in right now. But, but right now, I want to read something and it's really powerful. Monday or Tuesday of this week, no, I'm, let's see, it must have been Wednesday. No, take it back. It was yesterday. I can't even keep track of my days. Sorry, Patriots. I'm just, but it's important. Um, Shelly is someone we prayed for, and it was sent to us by her husband, and she was in the hospital, and she's had, she's been pretty much in a, in a medically induced coma because she's had a, a aneurysm on the brain. And this is the update because today they were going to try to get her into surgery. Yesterday, they weren't so sure. But today was the day. Now listen to this update. And it starts with awesome news from Shelly's husband, Tim. Day three, 
Shelly was in surgery from 1.45 p.m. to 5.45 p.m. today. The doctors feel confident that they were able to repair the carotid artery, carotid artery properly. She is still sedated and on a ventilator. The next two weeks will be spent in the ICU as we work to get the fluid drained off the brain, monitor the progress of the surgery, and wait for her to heal enough to wake her up and wean her off the ventilator. We will not really know more about Shelley's condition until that point. I am so appreciative of everyone's prayers and support. I am truly blown away by the number of people who have reached out. We are going to need you. This recovery is going to be a marathon. For now, her immediate family is surrounding her with love and prayer. I have been trying to respond to everyone because each message has been a little glimmer of hope. I am also going to try and print some of them out for Shelly so she can see them when she wakes up. She will love to see the pictures and prayers. I am deeply thankful to all of you. So, Patriots, we're going to add some more energy to that one. So please join me in prayer. Father, we come to you today and we are putting ourselves before you to ask for and to have you work through us in our prayers, to hear our prayers in our heart for a miraculous healing of Shelley. And Father, as we prayed once before, it wasn't we were asked to and we will again to pray not only for Shelley, but for everybody on her wing in the hospital that's all suffering from some major issue. But in particular today, Father, please hear our prayers. We have seen a tremendous prayer answered as they were able to repair the damage in in the carotid artery. And now, Father, we pray for a miraculous healing. That as Shelley wakes up, and not just a long time, but quickly to start waking up, to be taken off this ventilator, quickly to open her eyes and to have a miraculous encounter with Jesus that will just bring her heart ever closer as we all pray into that and pray for her quick healing recovery that will stun the doctors, stun the hospital, leave them speechless, not knowing how it was possible. But we know. For Father, you are able to bring the miraculous healing. And Jesus, we just ask that you can be there with her, guide her, let her see you as she awakens, to confirm how powerful the miracles of heaven can be. And let those that are there and present witness the same, so they can carry this love of Christ into the world and remind people that the true and only healing comes from the hand and the blood and the kingdom. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. We will always lead with prayer when it comes to healing. It's pretty fantastic. Now, I just want to highlight something. This is just so you understand some logic that I've been putting together here over this last year. And I'm actually, I was reading this earlier and I was just kind of smiling because this is all the lead as Father leads. But listen to some of these companies that are all part of the great Bard's family. All right, Birch Gold, which is helping people get their 401ks and IRAs out of the fiat currency and get them into precious metals. Seems kind of important right now as they're trying to turn us into a digital fiat currency. We've got Field of Greens that just recently joined us. All of these links below are, the, are below the podcast. That is all about a full food, meaning vegetable product. It's whole foods that they use in their mix of a, of a powder to boost the immune system and strengthen the overall body health, all organically grown, all done in the United States. iTarget Pro, which is designed by a tech guy 
to give people the highest quality targeting system to practice their firearms without having to go to the range and be able to do it in the comfort and safety of your home. That's iTarget Pro. Treadlight Broad Forks, family-owned business, fantastic company. And we have to we they provide a broad fork digging tool for your beds. It's some it'll last you a lifetime. Fantastic product. I use it and have many of them. EMP shield to protect from either an actual EMP, lightning strikes, or a solar flare. All, again, all the, these are all made in the United States, tested in the United States, and this company's product is meets all the military standards. We have, of course, my pillow, which we always know my pillow because we need a good night's sleep to keep ourselves healthy, and my pillow's been with us forever. We also have Mike Coffee, so you can wake up in the morning and you can have your fresh brew and maybe have Mike Lindell jump through your medicine cabinet and say hello to you and freak you out. That's okay, too. Founders Bibles, right? It's all pretty good. And My Patriot Supply. All those things there, strategically put together for Bards Nation so we can get some discounts and help people get ready for the crazy times that are upon us. That's how it is. Patriots, we are, we are in a crazy time. But the thing is, when we read things like this, the testimonies of prayer, and today, if you weren't with us today in bended knee, whew, Fridays are getting amazing. We had a long list of testimonies today. I'd encourage you to go listen to that. It was a long show today. Our Friday shows have now grown to be like an hour and 20 minutes as people pour in prayer requests and we get testimonies of the re, of the reaction and response to prayers. It's amazing. It's our prayers work, and as we come together and we pray with a, with a giving and loving heart and we open ourselves up to Father, there are amazing things happening. This is what, in any other time of history, we would call this miracles. But in today, people would be like, oh, sure, I'm sure. I'm like, eh, whatever, dude. We walk with Christ. We've got God in our heart. And I'll tell you what, we're seeing the miracles happen right before us. It's pretty amazing. If you didn't hear today in the lunacy of the world that we're in, there was a an attack planned by another one of our victims of transgenderism. And this attack was planned in Colorado. And it was a, I'll let you listen to it in a second, but a, a young transgender that was deciding they were going to go shoot up people. I'm going to say something that this may get people upset, but I'm not new to that area. You know I've got opinions. But here's what I'm going to say. Patriots, we need to pray for these victims of the transgender surgeries. They are being medicated, they are being mutilated, and they are being changed in a way that is demonic. Whatever they're doing to them, they are becoming deep under the influence of demonic. And we need to pray for them. Now, and I thought I was pretty clear on this the other night, and I just want to make sure I'm not misunderstood. When it comes to those that are promoting the surgery, grooming them, and there are parents out here who are doing this because it's socially trending, that falls into a pretty simple category for me. Millstones and a one-way ticket to the lake of fire. I don't have, I'm not playing with that one at all. But these poor children, 
don't even know what they're doing. And here's what's really interesting. I don't know if you've noticed, but in the Bible, demons refer to themselves as we and them and us. There's no I. So when you start looking around at these pronouns, they, this is all legion stuff. This is all stuff from demonic. And that's that should be testimony enough for people to say, oh, better figure this one out. Yeah, I'll tell you. That means deliverance work. Heal the sick, cast out demons, raise the dead, and greater works than he. Embrace those. Study them. Yuba City, Glad Tidings Church, where we will be having our first Barts Fest. They have a, an incredible program twice a year. And I've gone to two of them. I'm going to go to it every time they have it. Isaiah 61. And it is spring and fall, and they train deliverance work. So if you don't know where to go, that's a great place to go. And if you feel you need deliverance work, you can call the the Church of Glad Tidings in Yuba City, and they will even do telephone consultations. Okay? I love that church. We have a great relationship, and Bards Nation is going to get introduced to this. So I want you to hear this quick piece here. So guys, it's just been revealed that they arrested a transgender suspect, biological male, who was planning various shootings, school shootings, and shootings in churches in Colorado. They found a personal manifesto and various communist literature like Karl Marx, and the person actually confirmed what he intended to do. It's only because a family member, a concerned family member, decided to turn this person in that they were able to catch him before anything happened. There were a list of middle schools named um, middle schools, elementary schools, and various churches that this person was going to target. So I don't want to hear anything about this group being under attack. It's children who are under attack, Christians who are under attack, women who are under attack. Amen to all that. Patriots, we're going to do a little different show tonight, especially since it's um, Good Friday. And I have a number of pieces as we work through, but... This one here, I'm going to ask again that we're not just saving prayers for the end. I'm going to ask you to please join me in prayer again. And we're going to have another one we're going to do here too before we get to the end of the show. So, Father, we come to you and we, we again, and we put ourselves before you and we ask to please hear our prayer. And as we pray for the healing and protection and restoration of these children that have been victimized by the most evil of all. These are people that are groomers. These are people that are predators. These are people that are obsessed with monetary issues. These are people that have walked under a distorted place and they definitely don't walk under the grace of kingdom. That are leading parents that are mutilating children through surgeries and destroying them with drugs. Father, forgive these children, for they know not what they have done. And whatever influence they are under, demonic or psychotropic, we just pray, Jesus, that this can just be cast aside. It will be, it'll be contained, and it will be removed from them. 
And Jesus, right now, we need more than ever an encounter with each one of these children that they can find their way out of this trap and know that there are prayers out here for them, that the only answer is not to be violent. But we also know that they're not of the right mind and they cannot be held accountable for these evil things they're doing. This is a product of a modern society. This is a product of evil people that are mutilating and destroying children and reveling in this destruction they're doing. The war is against the children. The war is against the mother and the women. And the war is against those who walk in faith. We pray for a hedge of protection around these children. We pray for a restoration of their right mind. And Father, give them eyes to see, eyes to see Jesus and ears to hear you. And we say these things in Christ's name. Amen. Well, this is so important that we keep prayers up for them. The transgenders that I react to are these, they're old enough to know, and they know exactly what they're doing. The kids don't know. They're innocent victims of this garbage. Now, here's an interesting update for you. If you think that nothing is happening, this is an awesome little update. It's my, my local area, and I've mentioned it before. A little community, about 1,200 people, just about 30, 20 minutes from my town east, Glide, Oregon. They have had a, in this small town, in a small community, they have had a superintendent of the school board who was bought and paid for by the deep state. Don't ask me how that happened. And they have been pushing injections and mask agendas for the kids in school. One woman who runs a farm and has been activating and working with building a patriot group locally. She's one of the instrumental pieces, not the only one, but she's been part of a patriot group locally that's been mobilizing, building out, starting to organize people so that there's blood donors that are unvaxxed, so that there's, um, there's ability to do trade and barter with food, a lot of many things they're doing. Well, this one woman who's in that community mobilized people from all over the county and has been keeping a constant pressure on the school board. School board got so afraid that the last meeting, they moved it at the last minute to a Zoom meeting so people couldn't come in and attend. People still showed up. So the news today, the superintendent or whatever they call him, head of the school board, resigned. And his assistant went with him. She was about as evil as he was. And they've both resigned, and the community now has back control. The power of one, the power of persistence, the power of knowing whom you serve. By the way, all those people out there, they walk with Jesus. So let's not ever think that we can't overcome. God is with us, but we have to proclaim it, and we have to walk within it. In another update, this is my county stuff, but I just thought I'd share it. There's been some controversy with my sheriff lately with the way he handled a particular issue internally with one deputy and a transgender issue. It's very complicated in politics these days, thanks to the transgender mafia that is making taking control of money and putting pressure from a state level. But this is a note from our sheriff today. And, I, and I'm, it's very refreshing, actually. It says, as your sheriff, and this is Sheriff Hanlon of Douglas County, Oregon, who's been here a long time, in my opinion, one of the top sheriffs in the nation. He handled, when the, we had an active shooter event at our community college, he refused to ever speak the name of the, of the active shooter. 
and basically told Obama he didn't need him. And when Obama landed in here with our governor, who was a transgender train wreck at the time, there were about 400 people with signs that told Obama to get out of the county. Obama and our transgender train wreck governor all left very quickly, and it, none of this story ever made, was never able to be propagandized by the media, thanks to our sheriff. So says, as your sheriff, it is my hope, this is Sheriff Hanlon, that I will be known as someone who is a patriot, defends freedom, supports the Constitution, and does what is right, the result of traits that were formed early by an upbringing with strong conservative Christian values. I am a constitutional sheriff that took an oath to protect and defend all citizens of Douglas County without bias. I will continue to work hard for all citizens and do what is right to keep the peace for all. I am fighting every day to navigate an ever-changing climate of, pol of policing and the office of sheriff. I've had the privilege of serving as your sheriff for the past 14 years and am confident that the community has grown to know my values, ethics, and leadership during the time. Nothing has changed, and I will continue to serve this county, its people, and its visitors with the same passion that you have come to know until my last day as sheriff. Along with my deputies and staff, I enjoy a great deal of support all across this county, and for that I am gratefully blessed. The reason I bring this up, besides the fact it's just great to hear a sheriff state that he's a constitutional sheriff, is that a lot of that message came out because the county has been speaking to him, telling him they need to hear from him. And when there was some controversy that recently broke out, to his credit, he stepped up and spoke to the county. He's a man of few words. He's a man of, when he speaks something, he expects you to remember what he said because he doesn't go back on his word. So it's a great point, and it indicates, again, increasing number of people that are willing to step up and speak. Sheriff Hanlon is not a political type, and yet he speaks when he needs to, and, and to that, we need more like it of people that stand on their word, okay? So great credit to him. One of these days, if I ever get through his gatekeepers that are I think somebody at that office doesn't like me for some reason. I'm going to get him on the show. I'm going to write him a personal letter here in this next week, and I'm going to tell him I'm tired of his gatekeepers. Get on my damn show because we want to hear from him because we want constitutional sheriffs. So that's happening, just so we know. All right. In other craziness, this is a um, Geraldo Rivera, an old episode from Geraldo Herrera, Rivera, where an SRA, if you don't know what SRA victim is, a satanic ritual abuse, an SRA victim is telling her, telling him the story of what the elites do to children. Kind of rough. I mean, without too much graphics, it's still kind of rough when we hear this. And Geraldo, thinking he's going to outdo her, turns to, to Ted Grund Gunderson, who's a retired FBI, to ask him if what she's saying is true. Take a listen. No proof for, for a fact of one thing. They burn the bodies. They either do that, they'll chop them up and dump them in the ocean, or they'll pour them in concrete, or they take and they use them for communion and eat them and then make bones out of the tools. Cheryl, listen. These the people stories, are doing listen, let me, let me interrupt you. Cheryl, please, okay. let me interrupt you. The stories dump in the ocean, chop up the bodies, these things, they sound like they can't be happening. Ted Gunnerson respected law enforcement professional recently or retired now from the FBI, former regional director of Los Angeles. Do you, sir, believe that these dreadful allegations of babies being sacrificed 
are true. I absolutely believe it, without any doubt. Based on the information that's been given to me across the country by numerous survivors and by confidential sources and informants. There you go. Validated and Geraldo Rivera was given the true TED Talk of the day by Ted Gunderson. This is true, patriots. All the things that you, we keep being told were conspiracy and crazy, we know it's true, and we know the number one issue is out here, is children. At the end of the day, it's all about the children. I saw in chat somebody asked me, because I made an issue the other day about the deputy that was suspended out of the county, apparently, or put on, I don't know when he's put on leave of absence or something, for speaking up about a transgender in the staff. Here's my first statement. I don't have all the details, so I don't know what type of ruckus it was. I also feel this is that deputy, to his credit, has been out on rallies supporting pro-life, and that's great, and there's churches standing behind him. What I don't know, and I have to be very clear here, I don't know some of the constraints of what the sheriff is dealing with right now. And I do know that trying to keep continuity in a community and a county, that we do have liberals here that are noisy and, quite frankly, they're just like a boil on your butt. And so this is, I think, to, to Sheriff Hanlon's point in his note to the community, he is trying to keep an equal and level hand of justice. And whether he likes, and I'm going to say this, I'm not in a, I have the right to speak openly, but I'm not bound by a, a law enforcement issue. So I've rethought some of this because I'm, and I'm telling you honestly, whether we like the transgender movement or not, and I can't stand the groomers, I can't stand any single teacher that promotes it, I can't stand any institution that advocates for it. If you're an adult and you want to do that, keep it in your house and keep your mouth shut because I don't care and I don't care what damn flag you have. I don't want to see it. So there's my position. Unfortunately, as law enforcement, you still have to deliver equal justice and equal protection by the law. So there is a reasoned and wisdom statement to say that you have to approach things without bias. Unfortunately, and I will say this, is that if you are a deputy in uniform, you may not like the issue, but and you are you need to be able to speak openly your values in your Christian beliefs. I don't know all the details in that, so I'm going to leave it at that. So until I know more details, I'm going to have to go easier on the position. I'll still try to get that deputy online here because I like what he stands for. So that's the answer. Let's hear the side of the story. We'll see if we can get everybody on. Okay, there you go. I'll do what I can. I can't guarantee it'll happen. I'll do what I can. Patriots, we are in a critical time right now where we are going to have to make a choice. And it's literally the headline of tonight's show. Whom will you serve? It's the valley of decision. Joshua 24, 14 to 15. Now, therefore, fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and truth and put away the gods which your fathers served beyond the river and in Egypt and serve the Lord. If it is disagreeable in your sight to serve the Lord, choose for yourselves today whom you will serve, whether the gods which your fathers served, which were beyond the river, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you are living. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. 
This is a time when there's inordinate pressure on everything. These elites now are pulling out all stops. This is their final big play. I'm sure they've got some others up their sleeve, but this is the big one. Their big play, which is to convert the monetary system globally, which, by the way, don't get too, dis too confused by it. This is all it looks to be a bigger scam than we realize. XRP and Ripple, if you're familiar with those, which every financial person's been telling you to invest in, anytime they start telling you to invest in a currency, remember, it's not a currency. And just to highlight this, crypto, crypto, crypt, the subroot, the root, the crypt means death. So that should tell you how good that, that product is right there. They always tell you right in front of your face. Cryptocurrencies is where they're trying to push everybody. And they're causing a lot of wake in this. They're stirring up a lot of anger and ire in this. Enough that Texas has introduced a bill that would create a state-issued gold-backed digital currency, meaning that Texas is getting ready to secede from the union. It also means that Texas would have its own currency, which is ultimately, as I believe we have to get to, I am personally an advocate that every county needs to have its own gold-backed hard digital, hard coin and digital currency, meaning the two are united, but there is an actual hard coin to it. And it needs to be backed by precious metals. And I think that needs to be in every single county. So they can never again, never again consolidate currency. Though the currencies are of equal exchange across borders, but they can never control the currency themselves again. That's my personal opinion. And we can add Bard's Bucks in there too. Or Bow Coins or something cool. We'll do something like that, maybe. But the thing is that all of this pressure on currency is going to force us all to come to a decision. And it is a decision to realize whom we serve. This isn't going to be an easy step going forward. And of all days to be talking about this, I think this is a very important day. When Christ was arrested, he had all of his accusers come to him. He said nothing. He did not speak a word. Because he knew where he stood. He did not serve them. He served Father. He stood on that place as the captain of the Lord of Hosts army stood, which was the place of holy ground, because it was proclaimed because he served Father. This is how we must stand now. Forget all this noise and confusion. If you're going to worry and obsess about money at a, point, at a time when they're going to give you a choice, you're going to get a choice at some point. And it's probably going to be some new user agreement on your bank account. Be careful of those. Don't sign them until you read every word and read it carefully. Because I almost guarantee what they're going to do, and I can't say this for certain, but I'm almost guaranteeing what they're going to do is they're going to, in one user agreement of taking on FedNow, they're going to get you to agree to changing the currency base of your mortgage and of every other debt you have. Why is that important? If you accept their system and allow them to convert your mortgage, then they do a legal transaction. If you do not accept their system and they tell you that the mortgage has to, your mortgages are written to be paid in dollars, they can't do that if they have you change to a new currency. So don't accept it. Which means if they all convert to that new currency, then you're, you no longer have to pay your mortgage. I, meant, I By the way, I checked with an attorney on that. That's true. So my point is that we're coming into a real point in the Babylonian structure where Babylon is falling. 
And this new digital currency that they're making a big deal about is actually the same foundation for China, Russia, India. It's all using XRP and Ripple. Why is that important? Because we're actually being pitched a new global one world currency under different brand names. So don't fall for it. I don't know how we get through every step here. If I had that answer, I, man, I'll tell you right now, I'd be like probably retiring tomorrow. But the thing is that we do know this, as we serve the Lord and we trust in him, we will be taken care of. He will provide for us. It won't be easy necessarily. There's going to be some rough roads ahead. But the biggest thing is we have to turn to him and realize he's the provider, not your Babylonian structure of money that comes out of a bank that's a bunch of criminal thugs, right? It's also important for us to understand literally who and how the system works. We're all confused right now because we keep looking at nation states as different entities, not realizing that every government in the world, government in the world almost, is being run by the same cabal, which is like a separate citizens of people on this earth that are controlling the governments against the people. Take a listen to this amazing piece. The United States has special ops forces, meaning intelligence and military operations in more countries than they have embassies. They have embassies in roughly one third of all the countries in the world, but they have special ops forces in roughly three fourths of all the countries on earth. The U.S. has carried out at least 469 military interventions since 1798, but more than half of those have been carried out in just the last 30 years. In other words, they've carried out more military operations around the world in just the past three decades than in the preceding 200 years. If you combine the total spending of the top 10 military budgets in the world, the countries that spend the most on their militaries, if you combine that total, it still won't equal what the United States spends on their military. Now, these 250 or so military interventions since 1991 have been primarily carried out for economic reasons, to control resources, access to resources, access to markets, to control markets, and so on. The use of the American military has been disproportionately for the sake of business. It has not been ideological, it has not been nationalistic, it has not been religious, and it has not been to spread democracy. The U.S. military does not enter a country except that it is either following or followed by businessmen. Now, I'm saying all of this to explain that whenever we talk about the U.S. doing this or that, we're not talking about the United States per se. We are talking about the military and political power of the U.S. being mobilized or being used to promote or secure or protect the interests of a financial elite who may or may not be American, but who are themselves not loyal to the U.S. This has to be understood. Whenever people start talking about uh, the world moving from being a unipolar world to a multipolar world, because you're simply mistaken if you believe that the United States of America is in and of itself the unipolar power in global affairs. The U.S. is simply the strongest and most coercive instrument of power in the world. And it is utilized by a contingent of financial elites who belong to no nation. The owners and controllers of global financialized capital constitute the unipolar power in the world today. It's a private sector power. They are not a country. They are not a nation state. But they dominate global affairs. As long as this remains the case, 
there was never going to be any genuine multipolarity in international relations. So it would be useful for you to start thinking of investors or thinking of the rich as being their own nationality. Their interests and agendas have nothing to do with the security or well-being of the nations in which they hold citizenship. As we can see now across Europe, this new imperial class of private sector elites have no hesitation in undermining the economic stability, the financial well-being, the living conditions, the quality of life, the peace and tranquility of even Western nations. So before we can confront this reality, we have to recognize it. Nation states do not exist as independent power entities in the West. They are subordinate to a private sector, a national class of imperialistic owners of capital. The Western neoliberal political and economic models are hostile to national sovereignty. They're hostile to democracy. They're hostile to independent government and they're hostile to any iteration of a social contract. In these models, the highest duty of every citizen, of every institution, of every government is to contribute to corporate profits. It is quite simply greed gone mad. So to just give some framing on that, there's been discussion now for years on the unipolar multipolar world. So let me explain what that means. When the Soviet Union collapsed, now we know it as Russia, but Soviet Union was an empire. When it collapsed, we were in a we were in a bipolar world. Two superpowers that were supposedly kept peace by a strategy known as MAD, mutual assured destruction. When the when Soviet Empire fell, we were left with a unipolar world, meaning that in in at least topically the way we were seeing it was that the United States was the only superpower, nuclear power, so everybody, and it had the dollar hegemony, so they were part of a, people looked at the United States as the single most powerful country in the world. Multipolar is that there will be many nations, multiple nations with new allegiances, alliances, political, trade, and military, to that will come together that will be creating different sectors of power across the world. One might be Europe, there might be Eurasia, there might be East Asia, there might be something in the Pacific, there might be a, a, a North, and America, North American trade treaty, something like that. What he is saying is, and I agree with him 100%, because what we are dealing with is what's called a transgenerational, transnational organization. They are a criminal cabal that is a private class of investors that is running all of the Western world and some of the other parts of the world. They have leveraged the rest of the world through this debt currency known as the Federal Reserve Note. And they've orchestrated an illusion that each country, the United States, Canada, UK, Netherlands, I mean, you can go on the list of all the European countries, including others around the world, especially South America, are countries that are independent countries. They're not. They're all controlled by the same cabal. So we don't have a multipolar world at all yet. And we've never had anything but a unipolar world because the unipolar power, meaning a single power, didn't come from a nation state like the United States. It came from the people who are in charge of the capital. Finance is how they control the world. And so now what's happening, an amazing moment here, is that people who have no clue about finance and really many people who think that the Fed is actually part of a government, it's not, it's a private corporation, 
that's dictating monetary policy. With this latest Fed Now thing and the rollout of the CBDC and people's greater awareness of what's going on with debt, people are starting to wake up to the fact that we're being illegally occupied by a corporation, a corporate cabal of people that are like separate citizens. They're the usurpers of our power. And they have seized control of the institutions and lied to people, controlled the way information flows, use information as a weapon to keep people blinded and in the dark. And they use money as a leverage tool, which we've gone along with because it's become the common mechanisms of trade. All, this is Karl Marx, it's unbelievable. All human relations are defined by a commodified relationship of exchange meaning we all we define our relationships in humanity by what we trade in whatever currency that is. And that's essentially what they understood. And they do, and we abide by it. So in this moment in time, we are on a cusp of a massive change. The number one thing everybody has to keep before them is whom will you serve? And with that comes the second word, second part of that, which is defy. Once you defy them, and you choose whom you will serve, you can. You are standing in kingdom, hopefully, and understanding very powerfully where your duty lies and what your mission is and knowing where your supply will come from. That's God himself. This is what we are reminded of on this day. And with this, we're reminded that we can endure anything. Jesus went through incredible tortures to give us life. And we are reminded on this day that we can endure anything if we have the courage to trust in Father. Last piece for tonight is by John Lennon. This is the last piece he did before they killed him. I think our whole our society is run by insane people for insane objects, mm. objectives. And I think that's what I sussed when I was 16 and 12, way down the line. But I expressed it differently all through my life. It's the same thing I'm expressing all the time. But now I can put it into that sentence that I think we're being run by maniacs for maniacal mean uh, ends. You know. if, if anybody can put on paper what our government and the American government, etc., and the Russian, Chinese, what they are actually trying to do, you know, on how, what they think they're doing. Mm. I'd be very pleased to know what they think they're doing. I think they're all insane. You know, but I'm liable to be put away as insane for expressing that. You know, that's what's insane about it. He was way ahead of his time. He spoke out against the maniacs and they ended up killing him for it. We're quick to look at all the, the symbolism and lump everybody into the same boat especially when it comes to entertainment. They've used symbolism for years. Many of these people, just like we're seeing with the transgenders, they were recruited when they were young. They were given the lure of fame and fortune, all things that will, will shake most people. And especially in a world of, of a modern world where there's no pivot and strength of God and the institution doesn't worship God. The institution feeds on that which the entire system feeds on, which is people's desire for wealth and power. We own some of that. And it's our moment right now to change much of that. And by changing that, we change that with our relationships of how we treat each other, 
and the type of world that we want to live into. Don't hesitate to share your vision with Father of what you want to see in a future world. He hears us. Don't be wrapped around and spend all your time worrying about the doom of what this system is telling you it's going to be. I'm always going to present truth here. But take that truth and what's happening and turn it into something positive and put your prayers into that. This is a time right now that we have an opportunity to change the direction of things. We have to be clear on where we're going because things are going to get pretty rough. And if you don't understand where you're going, you're going to get lost along the way. And getting lost in this type of a fight can be pretty ugly. We're climbing a mountain. And the only way we're going to get to the top is to begin. And we've been trudging along. And right now, there's all sorts of things happening. Feels like the ground is shaking. We're watching avalanches fall around us. We're watching trees be felled. But the thing that's amazing, if we take a moment and breathe, we look down at our feet, we realize that the path we're on has never moved. We're the ones that are trying to move off of it. So don't. Stay true. Stay solid. Keep walking. Keep your eyes forward. Keep your eyes on the cross. All that is there for reasons. Because in the darkest of moments, we won't know where to turn. And it's that power that continues to lead us and guide us. And in the process, helps others find their way out of the darkness. Patriots, let's pray. Father God, we are blessed in this time to be in this time in this place. We've reflected a lot tonight on many things that are happening. We've prayed for those that have suffered the abuse and the torture of the transgender. We pray for the children that have been the target of this war and continue to be a target of this war. We pray for the mothers that is now that the, the sites of this war have now zoomed in on to try to separate mothers from the nurturing of their children. We pray for the men who have been abused for a long time to try to suppress them and feminize them and to break their will. We pray for the family. We pray for the families to be strong again, for people to experience a true sense of a true father and mother. And today, Father, we also are grateful. Grateful for all that was done, sacrifices made for us to be here in this time, in this place, knowing that as we serve kingdom, we're only doing our mission is a greater reward for having everlasting life. For those, Father, that are still wandering without Christ in their heart, we pray for them. We pray that they'll have an encounter. And maybe that encounter is us as you lead. Maybe that encounter is with Christ himself, but an encounter nonetheless that will transform their lives. Maybe it's healing. Maybe it's the casting off of demons. Maybe it's an experience that they just can't explain, but the only way they can explain it is to turn to the word. However that experience is, Father, we pray for the many to turn to the book and to turn to you, to put their eyes on heaven and remember why we are here and whom we shall serve. Guide us and protect us, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Patriots, we all walk right now in a valley of decision, a time which we have to make a choice. And if such a time as we walk, it's so amazing when we reflect back on Christ's moment. This is truly a very special weekend. 
And it's a special one, in my opinion, one of the most special ones we've had probably in our lifetime, considering the magnitude of change and the things that we stand before, the cusp of change that we stand before. Pray. Spend time. Spend time with Father. Spend time with Jesus. Listen. Breathe. Above all, fear not. All things are handled as long as we continue to hold the line and move forward. And yes, God always wins. But right now, we're on the front lines of this war, and He's working with us. So have faith. Raise that sword of the Spirit. Be mighty and strong. And let us crush this evil once and for all. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.